When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, Browns fans? It is Kenny Mack, and it is before the Kansas City game. We still need to sort out the kicker. What are we going to do? So let's listen to our dog's podcast. Tell me what's up, boys. Let's kick this off. Welcome to the Dog's Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to a live edition of the Dogs Podcast. Very special episode today. Uh, the last one in this current studio. The last one in this studio. The very, yeah, we've come a long way. Uh, humble beginnings. We got something pretty cool that we uh, threw together for you guys. We're going to play later in the episode uh, during this live. Uh, so that's just a little bit of teaser of things to come. Thank you, everybody who's already in here, already in the chat waiting for us. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, we're going to talk about camp. We're going to talk about tomorrow's game, uh, some roster stuff. Uh, as always, keep the chat going. We like talking about your comments. I'm going to try to kill this fly. I know that's if you see us swatting that thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if I manage to kill this fly during the episode, it's even better. Uh, before, while we're letting the chat fill up a little bit more, before we get into everything, remember to find us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. If you're watching right now and you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer just listening to the podcast throughout the week, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and google lastly if you're looking for more dogs content head to join the dogs.com become an official dog pack member the fantasy leagues are officially full we are uh divvying up the fantasy leagues doing our fantasy uh drafts as in uh picking what dog is going to be the commissioner of your league tonight so we're divvying everybody up just uh put things in perspective the very first year we did a dog pack and we did fantasy we had two 12-team leagues. Yep, there was two yep. dogs in each league. Then last year, we had four 10-team leagues, I believe. Yep. And this year, we have five 10-team leagues. We That's had to right. recruit Kenny Mack to be a fifth commissioner for us. Love it. So this thing just keeps growing, um, and it's all because of you guys. So we appreciate everybody who's watching and supporting the show. Uh, anybody who's joined the dog pack, obviously, we love you guys. We appreciate all the support you guys give us. We're super pumped to do fantasy football with you guys again this year. Um, so if you're a dog pack member and you're listening to this, we're going to be live on in the private Discord right after this doing the uh, fantasy stuff. So make sure you guys tune into that too we're basically we called dibs on your uh your tuesday night so 
It's Tuesday, right? But it's Friday. Oh, it's Friday. <laughs> we usually do episodes on Tuesdays, oh, so I, uh, it's been a week, okay? So we call dibs on your Friday night. So we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out, uh, watching. Um, you so, said it with such confidence. I really had to think for a second. I'm like, I was, I was, I was darn like, sure it was not Tuesday. I always speak. I could be like, grass is blue. I got three more days of work. Are you yeah. kidding me? Um, so before we get in, you know, dive super deep into some of the cool stuff we got planned, we the big news of the week yesterday, Browns trade. Uh, well, first of all, they waive Kellen Mond. Do you think they called him in and they were like, Kellen Mond, you are waived. Not. <laughs> God. I think that's, huh. how, that's probably how Andrew Barry did it. But uh, no, so we, we got the news in the morning that Kellen Mond was uh, being waived. And I think everybody kind of expected that. That wasn't, I think the big news was then who's going to be the two. Um, and then I personally thought Dobbs is going to be the two. And then Me Stefanski too. confirmed it. Yeah. And it wasn't even necessarily based on performance, which might sound weird. I just thought the Browns, would want the guy who had the experience, who had been in the building before, to kind of be that guy behind Deshaun, you know, in case worst case scenario, he goes out. Did we want to hand the keys to a fifth round rookie? So that was my thought process. And it seemed like the Browns were uh, in line with that. They come out and they announce Dobbs as the two. And then a couple hours later, I'm getting notifications that Dobbs is traded to the Cardinals for a fifth round pick. So call me crazy, but Andrew Barry. I don't. We got Amari Cooper for a fifth. We got Zadarius Smith for two fifths, and then we we got a fifth for um, a guy who's going to be two or three on the depth chart. We're like this guy was never going to see the field in case we're, and we got a fifth round pick for him. I know it's crazy, and don't forget we got Elijah Moore and Cedric Tillman for a second. So and don't forget what Barry can do with a fifth round pick. No kidding, <laughs> Dewan Jones. I mean, it. I feel like uh, as soon as the news came out that the Browns are waving Mond. You know, Arizona must have. This is what I'm assuming. Must have said, "Oh, we better, we better go try to get Dobbs now before." Because if he goes through waivers and gets claimed by some chance, and the Browns can't put him on the practice squad, we really have to keep Dobbs. Yeah, I feel like yep. you know what I mean. So yeah, it's kind of late to bring in a third quarterback. I yes, would, you know. What I mean? I, so I'd I have to look into this rule a little bit more too. Some people are saying it freed up a roster spot for another wide receiver. I'm pretty sure. That your third quarterback this year is yes. considered like an emergency so quarterback. Let me clarify that rule if you guys. Yeah, because I'm be, not even 100%. I just so know of it. On Monday's show, when I did the breakdown <clears throat> of the roster with Derek, I kind of screwed that rule up too. So it is, it does not, it does count against your 53. So the emergency quarterback counts against, they have to be on your 53, but they don't count against your active day roster. Okay. So okay. if active, what's active day roster? 46. I, I think know. something like that. So you can essentially have 47. Okay. Okay. And that guy just can't ever play unless both quarterbacks are hurt. At the same time. Correct. The and same. as soon as one of those other quarterbacks in front of him is cleared to go back on the field, the emergency quarterback has to come out. Yep. So, okay. um, so we'll have three quarterbacks at least. Nobody wants to see what happened to San Francisco. No. <laughs> in right. in the NFC why. championship. That's exactly what that rules yeah. are for. Um, so then I guess this brings up the question, how – Obviously, we loved what DTR did in the preseason. If how confident, like, are you comfortable now? Obviously, the Browns are comfortable. Like, say worst case scenario, Deshaun gets hurt and he's going to be out a month and a half. Like, what what do you feel comfortable with DTR? Is he going to go out and get it done? I think he's going to be okay. It's all about the system. I, we're not going to go ask DTR to go out there and create miracles. 
you know, we got a system that's, you know, he's similar to Deshaun. He has a similar skill set. Obviously, he's not on that level. But I think it's a system he can thrive in and a system he can at least be competent in. To me, uh, this just shows that management has all the confidence in the world in this kid. I mean, if you were literally, like Blake said, we're an injury away from Deshaun Watson from him coming in and playing meaningful time. So whether, I mean, to me, it's crazy. Coach comes out and says, hey, Dobbs the number two. And then literally hours later, we have a new number two. I, to me, this is a front office thing. They're saying we have confidence in this kid. I think Coach probably will have confidence in this kid too, but it, it's kind of a risky move. I mean, you're sending a, a guy that was comfortable in our system, knew the team, Knew a lot of the guys, but I, I just think it says a lot about DTR and what they think that he can accomplish. I agree. I, we're seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people in the comment section, by the way, saying Mon's not going to make the 53. He's going to be practice squatted, and then you can suit him up each game day. Okay, so I and I didn't see that part of the rule that you could use your practice squad guy as the emergency without counting it. I didn't see that. So, so that if does that's, free if that's true, then yeah. It so does that does free up that roster spot for Watkins. Uh, Watkins <laughs> Dia, is Diabati or maybe uh, Hickman or Hick or yeah. so uh, I know we were gonna do we were only gonna talk about this or Hickman or Bell where are we at uh, wouldn't it be nice to keep both huh yeah I you know I said I would lean D'Anthony Bell not just because he's been on our show and everything like that but because he's been in our system for a year and he went out last year and proved that he can play at the NFL level Hickman yeah he's looked good again in the preseason but it was kind of the same thing with Bell last year. Like, yeah, he looks good in the preseason, but what can he do in a real NFL game? And he showed he can. Yeah. I, I mean, it's because he's been on our show, and I really like him. <laughs> and I It think plays a part. He, I mean, I'm yes. not going to lie. And he he showed last – I mean, he's he set the tone a couple times on special yes. teams, uh, kickoff team, and stuff like that. So I think that's definitely a position to watch. Um, and then, obviously, the Watkins and the Diabati. How, how do we – is it Diabati? I'm pretty sure it's Diabati. I know, okay. I, I know his first name is – they. Well, we've been saying Muhammad. I guess I got corrected. They said it's Mumid or Mumid or Mumid or – We'll just know. stick with Diabati. <laughs> Dia, we might Dia still body. not have the right pronunciation there. Hey, if you want to hear butcher names, just wait till we do our uh, draft uh, later for the leagues. Oh, <laughs> Justin, yeah. you're getting some love on the jersey. <laughs> well, you know, I figured I'd just bring it out for today. It's a, uh, it's got like hot dog stains and stuff all over it. It's it's a it's a classic throwback. You know, Larry says like Bell it. will make it to the practice squad. Hickman won't. I'm not 100 percent convinced. Anthony Bell would clear waivers. I mean, he started for us last year. I mean, he's more than a practice squad guy. He was on our active roster all year. Yes. I, I think that it's we saw become, him, Go ahead. Go ahead. We saw him in the Steelers game down the stretch when they were driving. He was in on defense. So, he, like you said, he's not strictly special teams. I think yeah. they like what he can do on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, D'Anthony Bell is a better tackler. I complete, I agree. And he forced turnovers last year. He, I know – in actual NFL games, again, I'm not a Ronnie, I'm not a Hickman hater. He played at Ohio State. I like the guy, yeah. but we haven't seen him do anything in an actual um, NFL game, right? All right. So, do we want to do the the video <laughs> special for everybody? Yeah. So, well, you're well, going to do your yeah. Before we do the video special for all you guys, if you're a uh, Caesar Sportsbook user in Ohio. The sportsbook is kicking off the NFL season with a new bet fifty dollars get two hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets 
This is a limited time offer. New users can sign up with our code dogs get that's D A W G S G E T all one word. And you can redeem $250 in bonus bets after placing your first wager of $50 on any NFL game. And even if your first bet loses, you will receive one $50 bonus bet credit each week over the next five weeks. So make sure you enter our code dogs get while signing up to have a bet on Caesars every week for the start of the season. That's code dogs get this offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer to see if you qualify. So before we jump into this, we'll kind of preface this a little bit for anybody who's new. We've added some people. Plus, I want to remember uh, Brian Horiet's comment says, do we believe where we're going? In, we're going into the season with Cade York as the kicker. So let's put a pin in that for after the video. Sure. Okay. Don't forget that. We're going to come back to that comment. Okay. So as we mentioned in the opening, which we've added some people here, uh, we started this podcast. Uh, this is going to be our fourth Brown season covering the Browns. Calendar year, three years it's been. And we started all the way on the other side of this room. <laughs> we, we came a long way. <laughs> we've, come, we've come all 12 feet to You're this side to of the room. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of, a, you know, it's a bittersweet th- moment for us to do this live in this studio um, for the last time. You guys, we put together like a little highlight reel kind of <laughs> us through the years for some of the people who've been here since there's some people who've been here literally since like, the very beginning and we appreciate you guys we thought it'd be cool for some of the the newer listeners to kind of see where we came from uh like i said over there you'll see it (laughs) um but i think it's a pretty cool video so uh without further ado enjoy and welcome to the first episode of the dogs podcast let's kick this thing off Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Once again, thanks for listening on this. Uh, today, you know, it's a podcast all about the Browns for fans. You know, we're not experts. We're just, unfortunately, Browns fans, you know, through the highs and the lows. We kind of want to share our thoughts, opinions, passions with you guys. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Uh, as you can see, back in the studio, first time in two weeks, we're COVID-free, we think, we hope. Uh, so we got this brand new table brought to you by Josh, his handiwork. It looks great. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, yeah to conclude the uh, the first ever, you know, 2020 Dogs podcast draft for offense, I need a guard and I really need a left guard, but we don't have any left guards available. <laughs> big thing that's happened since uh last week justin had another baby yeah yeah Congratulations. so uh, yes thank you <laughs> um you know just continuing uh, a legacy of cleveland fanship uh <laughs> hopefully you know maybe they'll see something exciting in their years uh maybe they'll see a win in person <laughs> one day i don't even know if that's how you say his name but floyd <laughs> womack that's where i'm at that's all i ask if they end up being uh, baltimore or steelers fans they got to get out. They've got to go. But just so you know, Uh-oh. you're getting Floyd Womack, a.k.a. Pork Chop. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, if we're going to go with a secondary player here, I want Morg. I don't. Yeah. I, I want Morg over Newsom. Yeah. If we're going receiver, Bateman, and if we go edge, I mean, there's plenty of good edge, edge rushers out there. Aziz is out there. Mm-hmm. That's who the fans wanted Yeah. That, in, yeah. in our Twitter poll. The, the scheme he was brought in to implement. And, uh, you know. With the 26th pick, the Browns take... Greg Newsom. 
Greg. The one guy. The one guy we didn't want. All right, and your winner with thirty-eight percent of the vote. Close vote here. The future quarterback Baker Mayfield. Nice. about it is we don't have to learn from a loss uh we can get better after a win so you know just the mindset of trying to be just a bunch of big hairy american winning machines is important whenever i'm about to do something i think would an idiot do that and if they would then i don't do that don't be an idiot whenever i'm about to do something i think would an idiot do that and if they would i do not do that thing man justin's gonna watch this and he's gonna be like man guys what i miss out on That was my Justin impression for <laughs> no sh- I'm going to pass out. <laughs> uh, oh sh- <laughs> uh, so that's uh, our wrap up of all the other teams jerseys. Um, some winners, some losers. Uh, I'd like to talk about time out. Oh, how long did that happen? As you can see, this is not Zach Cop over here to my left today. We have newcomer John Nye. Uh, Zach is going to be a dog forever. He just has a very hard, unpredictable, busy schedule right now. Um, and then we got one more left. Well, that was weird. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. Well, what was I saying? Anyways, we got one more to go. Okay. <laughs> I have Venmo buying them now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more, Daddy. Oh, sh- I meant to send that to my, to my boyfriend. Once purchased, I'd like to forward him to. Quite sure where he is. We haven't heard anything. He's on the milk carton too. That's right. Yeah, so hopefully he's all right. But. Oh, John, John. John, where the hell have you been, man? <laughs> oh, my God. Have you just been, been at the powerhouse gym for days and days on end? Holy crap, We've man. been worried sick about you. You don't want to know. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this, then. You're saying that the Lions finish ahead of the Packers. You're really buying into this. Oh, like, I, you believe this 100%, I, I right? Think this isn't, to me, this is even a hot take. So I, I think Minnesota <laughs> wins the division. I think the Lions finish second. I think the Packers finish third. And I think the Bears blow. I'd trade just about anything for Russell Wilson. And I threw this out here to these guys. I'd give up Miles Garrett and Odell for Russell Wilson. Yeah, you're crazy. Yeah, and then <laughs> what you, the, tell me why I'm wrong. That's got to be nerve-wracking. I, I wouldn't be able to handle that. I'd be up at 8, and then I'd just be checking my phone. Man, I'd be calling Verizon. Hey, I don't think my phone's working. <laughs> <I'd be panicking. laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just made sure I had it on ring. I'm like, let me make sure it's on ring. You know, I wake up, make sure the volume up every time I wake up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd been, I'd been losing my mind. Just let us know. Is Blake nuts? Would you guys trade Garrett and Odell for Russell Wilson? No. He's definitely a physical wide receiver, um, but he's not he's not very quick. Um, but he's gonna be able to maybe get your separation right off the line of scrimmage, but he's not gonna be able to outrun anybody. I just I don't know, man. I just don't I, I think I think Detroit's thing- like two years away, bro. Like I think I think they're a slightly better situation Jets. He can throw you know, he can this guy can turn a three yard slant into you know a 30 yard completion so i'm on the amon raw st brown train if you guys are i'm done
you know, it's a show by fans. We're not experts, fans for fans. And I really appreciate everybody checking out the first episode. <laughs> I muted my mic. <laughs> okay. The big, the big takeaway from that video for everybody is that we wanted Amon Ross St. Brown over <laughs> Anthony Schwartz. <laughs> uh, we didn't want Newsome. <laughs> There's a couple. There, yeah, the first thing I really when I when you sent that to us and uh, I watched it, the first thing I thought was we're gonna get cooked for the Greg Newsome lack yeah. of enthusiasm. Yes. Well, trust me, we 100% changed our tune. We were tired. We were looking. We just wanted this flashy offensive guy. We did. And we just drafted this boring corner out of Northwestern. And it was just, we'd been at this brewery for five hours on YouTube. So please don't rip us too bad for that. Focus more on me being absolutely right about the Vikings and the Lions and the Packers and the Bears last year. What and, are you going to bring? Russell Wilson, you were right. Uh, no, now, when I, listen, my Russell Wilson hot take, one, I had never, I would not make that trade. But two, <laughs> two, uh, that was years ago when Russell was still playing. He was still cooking. He was still, still yeah, cooking. Russell was still cooking. This was, uh, this was not last year. My favorite part is that is he uh, snuck that. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When are you going to bring back that sweet Jim Brown jersey? Uh, I have it. It's around. I, just for everybody, like the the parts where we're like busting up laughing, just losing our crap. That that's after hours content right there. So we have a pretty good time on that show. I think anybody in the chat who's part of the dog pack can attest. How many subs don't know Zach Cop? <laughs> Guys, I only am on this show because Zach left, and I still wish he was still on the show. <laughs> I think it's hilarious how that whole montage, you said one thing. <laughs> and it was, you don't, don't want to know. know. <laughs> that was the only words the yes. entire thing. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. But we, we thought that was cool, kind of like a, you know, Pat and I, I guess we were patting ourselves on the back. But we thought it'd be cool for you guys, too, especially some of the people who have been here the whole time, kind of throw together like a little little walk down memory lane. I think somebody called it a walk to remember, which made me chuckle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once again, as it, we never would have made it to this side of the room uh, without you guys. So we appreciate everybody who's been, who's been watching. We can't wait to cover another Brown season for you guys from the brand new studio. It's so brand new that I haven't even seen it yet. So yeah, I know like I'm new. I've been working in there building everything. So it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. So it's going to be super cool. Uh, so we can't wait for you guys to check out the new studio and to, to bring you guys episodes from the new studio. So, um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and uh, we can continue to talk about current Browns to everybody who stuck around through that and watched us grow up. Thank you. They said I got old. I mean, it, <laughs> if you kind of think about it, in this frame yeah. of that time, Justin had a kid. Yeah. I had a kid. You got married and had a kid. I got married yeah. and had a kid in True. that time frame. Like, a lot of shit, crap's happened. I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Josh. Nice. Josh. So, a lot of stuff happened. Yeah. So, it's just, it's been a wild ride. And to be honest, you guys saw our very first intro. I never in a million years would have thought, fast forward four seasons later, we'd still be sitting here doing Brown's content on YouTube. I definitely never thought we would do lives and people would actually be talking to us. We were pumped because we got eight views. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'd like to shout out this fake brick wall for being the most aesthetically pleasing thing on this show. If you like this one, wait till you see the new studio. Oh, I'm, it's, it's excited. More, I was going to say something else. It's oh. even more, you got you got bricked up. 
<laughs> Zach morph. No, I'm slowly morphing into Zach. Actually, is what's happening. <laughs> you just need one more working ear, and you'll be there. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's bring it back. Let's talk about okay. some more Browns. Um, I think I heard starters are going to play tomorrow. What 20, 25 snaps yep. somewhere in there. Um, all starters. That's it what it sounds like. My question. I saw that the uh, the article that I read. Uh, said that Deshaun and Miles, it'll be interesting if they, you know, relegate their, their snaps. Because uh, to me, I'm like, Miles Garrett's going to play. I'm like, get him out there for a series and I'm good. You yeah. know what I mean? Tops. I, the same with Chubb. Yeah. Do I know? Do we know anything about the Chiefs? Are the Chiefs going to play any starters? I I thought I had a, a fantasy update about that. To me, like, I, that's what would make me, if the Chiefs, especially if the Chiefs offense, like, is Mahomes going to play? Yep. Right. Because if Mahomes is going to play, I want to see our starting 11 on defense go against Mahomes and see how we look. Measuring like, stick. Yeah, like yep. to me, like that, that's that's the, the bar. That's yes, who, it is. That's who we're going to have to beat. You know, if if we get to where we want to go, they're going to be there, more than likely. So I'd like to see how this defense stacks up against, you know, the best offense in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. I hope, I hope Mahomes plays. Um I said we wanted to bookmark that comment. So before we yes. get too far, do we think we're going into the season with Cade York uh, as our kicker? Everything is saying yes. Yeah. Everything is. The, the only way um, he's not our kicker week one is if somebody, like, if, if he won, if he misses three kicks tomorrow, you know, and mm-hmm. then on Tuesday, if one of these other teams that's carrying more than one kicker right now uh, whoever loses the position battle on that team, if a good kicker gets cut, I could see the Browns possibly making a move. Um, but everything, everything so far coming out of the Browns has been he's our guy. Yep. Now everything yesterday was Dobbs is the number two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then Very true. and then two hours later he's an Arizona Cardinal. Right. So you got to take everything they say with a grain of salt. Um, but I. I don't know. I feel like he's going to be here. I, I saw an interesting stat in our Discord. Um, I think it was Pastor Rob told us. Uh, last year, he was only three field goals off the league average in terms of makes. And, like, so the way he put it is that was that's nine points throughout the entire season. Uh, so he's saying people need to chill on, like, trying to cut him this way. <laughs> Fly, I, I can't even focus on you right now. Yeah. Yep. So... Um, which I didn't – I knew he wasn't, like, the worst kicker in the world last year, but I just knew that he wasn't as automatic as we would like him to be. Um, but only nine points throughout the year kind of puts it in perspective. I've been I've been a guy preaching patience on Cade York. I just also think that if he loses games for us early, patience is going to be out the door very quickly. Like, there's if, – if we come out – and we outplay the Steelers, or not outplay, but we battle them tough. You know, it's a gritty AFC North game in week two, and we go down with a chance to, you know, say we're down one or two or something like that. We get the ball last, and we get into field goal range, and we have a chance to beat the Steelers in, you know, week two of the season, and he shanks one, it's going to be it's gonna be brutal for him. It, it really is. It's going to be brutal. <clears throat> so um, it's, it's one of those deals where I, I want the – I'm trying to be patient. He's just making it difficult to be patient. I, th- I think like all signs for me just point to, they said they weren't going to bring in competition. They didn't bring in competition. I, even if it's 
been up and down for him. I think that this is Brown's management saying, "We're this is our guy. This is our draft pick. We're gonna let him." <laughs> I mean, he's literally this is his second season, so it's not like this guy's like an old wily vet. I know he's only kicking, but you know, I think as far as what to me, it just says, "Hey, he's gonna be on our team now." If, like you said, if he goes and he misses a bunch of kicks early then I think maybe that becomes a conversation. But That would be a huge – I mean, think about first game of last season. We won the game thanks to him. Correct. Yeah. On, on a crazy kick. The too. last – and the this last preseason game, he literally was a kick away from us going, hey, this is going to be okay. Yeah. Hey, we just went – he just went four for four. This is fine. But it literally it was just two ugly misses back to back. One – and the, the fact that he missed opposite directions is just like, Jesus, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like what's <laughs> – yeah. what, what is really going on with mechanics or – your head or whatever, but I do think that he has to figure it out at some point. Like uh, like Pastor Rob saying here, we need to cheer him and get behind him more than boo him. That's t- I, it's <laughs> tough, but they like like Kenny said, like they did in Philly. It's it's crazy what just like a little bit of like knowing, like just a little bit of encouragement can go a long way, especially for a young kid. <laughs> so um, I completely agree. I want to see us get behind the kid. He said he had a better rookie season than Dawson, which was my point you know a couple weeks ago in terms of i don't want to get rid of him too early because we've done that before we've been looking for a kicker since dawson yeah and we've we've ran off a couple guys who went on to be pretty Pretty good but we chased them off early with our impatience so i don't want to get this guy if if he can figure out the accuracy he's got the he's got a justin tuckerish type leg You know, like those don't come around every day. I'm not calling Justin Tucker's the goat. I'm not, but in terms of just straight leg power, he he's got like that kind of ability. Mm-hmm. He's just got to figure. We just got to get him his mechanics. He's got to start putting him through the uprights. Um, we had a comment in here. I wanted to just Devonte Travis says, "Fellas, I began watching you guys last year, looking for unbiased content about DW4 and the outlook for it. Since then, you guys have become a group of fellas. I hope to watch and talk to respect." We always Absolutely. see your comments, man. We appreciate the kind words. He's in the dog pack now yeah. playing fantasy with us. This yeah, year. and maybe I have him. Devonta, are you an Eagles guy too? There's somebody who told us he does Eagles stuff. Oh, and that's he, right. And he just watches us because he of – so I can't remember if it was him or somebody else. But either way, thank you for watching the show, man. We appreciate the kind words. And thanks for joining the dog pack. Um, uh, our, Pastor Rob says the number of guys in the league that can hit 60. It's not necessarily – I don't need them to be hitting 100% of field goals from 55, 60 yards. I just need – I need them to be really accurate in, from 40 to to 50, you know, 40 to 45. Well, I feel, and, and less because we've seen them miss shorter ones. Yeah, or extra points, yeah. that kind of stuff. It is Devontae does the Eagles stuff. Okay. Cool. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we get to do a Super Bowl preview with you this year. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, be excellent. that would be awesome. Um, was there anybody else? I'm going back through the comments. You guys While can kinda, you do that, yeah. I did look it up. Andy Reid said that the ones will get a little bit of play, but then it'll be twos and threes, mostly. So I just want to see starters. what it looks. I just want to see. Basically, for me, it's not even how we handle Mahomes or anything like that. I just want to see are, is the is the intensity there. We've seen the intensity and kind of that nasty fight from the backups. Yeah, I want to see it from the starters against other starters. That's that's my thing. Obviously, it's a preseason game, mm. right? Okay, but it would be cool if the Browns, especially on the defensive side of the ball, because I'm jacked up for this defense. Since we we went up to camp and watched, I think the defense has a chance to be special. Like they they are have a chance to be very very good. Um, I 
would like to see them kind of come out in this game as a chance like okay it's our ones on your ones and we're going to kind of show the like the browns i feel like have been kind of crapped on a little bit i mean like deshaun's a 78 on madden the one guy picked us to win five games this year like even though we're voted as having a top 10 roster so i just i would like to see them come out with a little bit of chip like hey this ain't the same old browns team i know you know i know it's a preseason game but i this is Mahomes and the chiefs let's take it to him a little bit put the league on notice <laughs> um, <laughs> fast enough <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner, and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Griller's Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers, and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order. You're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com. Keyword dogs in the search bar. See website for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's five of us at the table right now. Let's yeah. on the fly. I, I will say, I don't think that we're going to see Grant Delpit probably until week one. I oh, think, yeah, because of the injury he, the other yeah, day in camp. Collided. Uh, I can't even remember the receiver he ran into. Oh, oh it was that tail end. I just saw him the other day. Truck Wayne him. or something. Yeah, he trucked him. So yeah, hard. It, yeah. Jalen Wayne. or what? I think so. I think they just got Man, um, William Jackson says, Kevin Stefanski starts out one and three. He'll be fired. Uh, I can see the Browns starting one and three. I don't like Kevin Stefanski at all. <laughs> William Jackson, Uh-oh. completely entitled to your own opinion. Um, and I can under, I'm not saying that Kevin Stefanski is perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I do think he's the best coach we've had in a very, very long time. I think offensively, he's very good. Maybe situationally, he's got some things he needs to improve on. Um, <laughs> but this can fly. But you can't tell me he's a, a, a bad offensive coach when he got uh, top 10 QBR seasons out of Jacoby Brissett and Baker Mayfield. Top 10 in the league in efficiency, at least for most of the season, with 
uh, second string quarterback. He won head coach of the year in 2020, went to the playoffs, won a playoff game against the Steelers, battled the Chiefs in the divisional game. Very probably should have won that game, honestly. Yeah, if we get a helmet with, to helmet call with with that was with a healthy Baker Mayfield, and and that roster. Mm-hmm. So what what can he do with a healthy and up to speed Deshaun Watson and this roster? I agree. I, I'm going to actually agree that Stefanski does things I wouldn't do. You know, but I'm not a head coach. I wouldn't be qualified to be like a middle school coach. <laughs> so I don't. I'd rather kick field goals and go for it on fourth down sometimes, depending on the situation. He he does some things that I don't like, but he is the best coach we've had in two, since the year 2000, really. And it's not like there's like a million coaches of the year just lining up to, to coach. Like They're not out there. It's a very rare commodity. My So for just to tack on to what you said, we literally spent the last – 20 something years looking for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like to your point, you said, it's not like there's just another guy. We've already done this a bunch of times. If, if, if AB is on board with what he sees in Stefanski and he likes what he's doing, I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't, but I mean, if it starts off rough and you start hearing the locker room noise, all of that stuff. And yeah, but are we, if we lose three close games in the first four or five weeks of the season, you really think we're going to fire him? I don't. I don't. I, but we haven't shown that we do that. No. no. We no. literally held on to coaches last year that were not able to perform their duties as coaches, and we let them ride all year, even though it was embarrassing. And we, and we knew sit, what the problem and, yeah, was. Yeah, we would sit here and go, so is it miscommunication? Or And then you have players literally coming out and just basically saying it without saying names. So for me, I just think that they're just very even keel. If it ends badly, like if we're under 500, I think he for sure probably we're looking for somebody new. So Fatal Gnome still says 15 and two, number one AFC seed Super Bowl versus the Eagles. There we go. Woo woo woo. Oh, yeah, I I um uh oh, I lost my train of thought when okay. you started talking about that. Um, I don't know something about. Kevin I don't going. think. Oh, I don't think it can be understated the addition of uh, Schwartz. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think he's gonna take he's gonna take so much off of the plate of Kevin Stefanski, um, and I know people are like, "Well, he's the head coach; he should be able to handle that kind of stuff." He's still a relatively young head coach; he's a first time head coach. And like Sean McVay, when he's a first time head coach, who was his defensive coordinator? Wade Phillips. Yeah, you know what solid. I mean. Had head coaching experience, a guy who could take a lot of the burden off of him. A lot of times, these first time young head coaches, their defensive coordinators are guy with head coaching experience uh, who've been around the league for a long time and can, can just kind of say, "Coach, you don't got to worry about this side of the ball." This is all me. This is on me. I got this. And he can come to him for advice in terms of like situations, all kinds of stuff like that. Plus I've talked about this before. I think I like Stefanski and I think it was, uh, I forget who we were talking to that said, um, Stefanski, like in the locker room stuff, he likes to joke and he's more laid back and stuff. We, we don't ever really get to see that side of Stefanski. He's always very buttoned up and tactical, but I think, uh, Schwartz is kind of, I would almost consider him like a player's coach. Like he's fiery. Yeah. He's in there with the guys, you know. Um, I think like that can help gel a locker room. So I don't think it can be understated the importance of uh, hiring Jim Schwartz this year. Totally agree. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, bet it now, Miles, defensive player of the year. I have – we on this show, we're all big Miles fans, but at the same time we've also been critical at times yeah. of – um, when he can take plays off or, you know, it seems like he'll, he'll take a quarter off. Um, 
but I think he's never had the help. And I think that could be discouraging at times in your career where you're just, you're beating your guy every time. And there's just, and you're forcing a guy into the pocket and he's just stepping up into a perfect clean practice pocket. Um, so I think for the first time in his career, he's got some running mates that are going to help him. I said, I think he could get to 20 sacks this year. I think if I had, I feel like I would put money on him now to be defensive player of the year. Yeah. I just feel like this is going to be the year where it all clicks. Mm-hmm. He had 16 last year, tied for second in the league. With playing next to what? Tommy Togiai. And Jordan Elliott. And Jordan Elliott. I mean, guys, I I do think, I mean, I and I understand, I've, I've been making some posts on Twitter about this. I understand the skepticism. I understand being jaded and having these past scars and wounds and things. But, my gosh, this <laughs> the things the Browns have done, I mean, they've never done this before. They've never put this kind of roster together. It's the they've most, never had this coaching staff. No, it's the most. Bubba Ventrone was a hot candidate for special teams. Top coach. five special teams units, what, the last three years mm-hmm. in Indy? I think he had them. Yeah. Uh, Schwartz is super respected around the league. He's got a Super Bowl to his name as a defensive coordinator. Um, and, and talent-wise, I don't think the talent can be understated on the team. This is – find me the hole. Maybe kicker. <laughs> right. You know, maybe linebacker, but we think we found a diamond in the rough in Diabati. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there's, there's, very, there, there's almost no weaknesses – on this Browns team. It's it's basically it's gonna be coaching this year and it's gonna be Deshaun. It, it's it's on Deshaun. Um I think he's got a ton of pressure on him to perform this year. I agree. I think he can I think he's the kind of guy who shrugs off pressure because he's just it's just you know, the personality type. I, I mean I, I feel like that. you could argue he was under a ton of pressure to perform whenever his defense in Houston was garbage and what did he do? Yeah. He just performed. Or at Clemson. Yeah, he just stepped up every year and just. And the thing is, with this team, he doesn't have to put the team on his back and, and go out there and do anything spectacularly amazing just to get us close to winning a game. He just needs to be good. I I will agree with that. I think the defense is going to be. I want to say it's going to be beyond what our expectations are, but I think that our expectations are pretty high at this table. They should once, be well, as they should. Yeah, be. once we went up and saw him and. I was like, we're doing two-minute drills, and these guys are screaming at each other, and coaches having to come out and chill people out, and they don't care anyway what he, what he had to say about it. I I don't know. I, I think, like Blake said, we live and die through Watson. The defense is good enough, though, that he doesn't have to be that guy in 2020. If we get that guy, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We need him to be that guy, though, because that's what he's being paid for. That's fair. You know that's what I mean? very, very so, fair. Like, I, I, a lot of, I've seen this a lot on on Twitter and stuff where it's been, uh, if we can just get, if, you know, if Deshaun can just play pretty good with this defense and this talent, the Browns will win a lot of games. Well, if that, then we could have just kept Baker or Jacoby. You know what I right. mean? Like, we, we gave you $230 million guaranteed. You got to come out and dab a cut on the Michael Jordan of. You got to come out and be the Michael Jordan of football. We give yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's gonna be that's gonna be what takes us from. I don't, the goal isn't to win ten games. You know what I mean? The goal is to to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. So and if we want to win the Super Bowl, we got to have a guy who can go to toe to toe with Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron yeah, Aaron <laughs> yeah. Rodgers. I'll throw. Uh, I'll throw Lamar's name in there. He wins 85% of his games. Uh, I think Tua probably is going to be in there. Uh, if he can stay healthy, that team is going to be very good. Yeah. The, the, the AFC is loaded. Wild. Godly Warrior says, um, 
Uh, talent isn't everything. Bills were the most talented team last year, and look how they look. I understand your point. I totally agree. Talent's not everything. I would also argue that the Bills weren't the most talented team last year. Uh, I argued in their own division. I thought the Dolphins were more talented. Oh, and, you know, you had your quarterback suffer an elbow injury partway through the season. He was never really right after that. Uh-huh. Got yeah. a little turnover-ish, you know. I don't know if that was the right word there, but. He says, I think uh, <laughs> y'all's enough. weakness is the is like the Chargers. It's coaching. I think Kevin Stefanski is better than Brandon Staley. Oh, big time. But, well, that's why that, Brandon, well, Brandon Staley doesn't call plays. That's why they brought in Kellen, Kellen Moore. I guess just to defend his argument, we've seen play calling that we go, what the hell was that? For sure. You know what I mean? But, but not, I, think, I wouldn't so say as bad as Daly. Daly is like when the pressure is ratcheted all the way up and you can't have any mistakes, let's make the biggest mistake we can. He, <laughs> I feel like that. I mean, and he's kind of proven that. Like, he he makes some decisions. The Browns bailed him out two years ago, and one of Baker's best games is a Brown. Um, we They went for it on fourth down from what their own 23 or something like that and got it and ended up going down to scoring. If he doesn't get that, and he loses to the – he might have been fired two years ago. Right. He just does dumb, dumb, dumb. I am the biggest downer on Brandon Staley. Like, maybe he's a great guy, but I think he's just terrible head football coach. Okay. Like, it's not even – that the Chargers roster stacked. I do stacked. agree with that. They, you know they have mean? been very nice. They, they didn't no even make the playoffs last year. You have Justin Herbert on a rookie contract with yeah. Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, all these guys, and – he didn't even make the playoffs. It's it's wild. Um, so I was going to say, do we have more stuff we want to talk about for tomorrow? Do we want to kind of recap some of the stuff we saw at camp? We've got about 15 minutes until we got to jump over to Discord. Talk about what? Camp. Last right. week. We saw football players. No, I'm just checking. Uh, yeah. We kind of talked about it a little bit. The defense looks crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, the first thing we should mention is we, we went up to camp. We got kind of like cool access because we were up there with uh, Stump. Um, and then we finally got to meet DeAnthony Bell like yeah. in, in, person. in person. Yeah, uh, It was pretty awesome. Like we got to shoot the crap with him, talk for a couple minutes. He stopped after practice on his way in. So that was that was awesome. What about like Emerson? We're talking to him. We're like, man, like is the defense going to be for real? Like nasty as it looks. And he's like. It's for real. Yeah. It's very special. It's from the word from Martin Emerson yeah. himself. He's like, I don't think people know how good how, we're going to. And he wasn't yeah. like being cocky. No. He was like, being just being honest. sincere. Like yeah. we Confident. were just like talking to him and he was just being sincere. Like, no, for real. We're like, good. <laughs> I think this is going to be like, you could tell he like believed. Yeah. It wasn't fake. He was like, no, for real. This is, we're going to be really good. Another thing talking to players um, when Shelby Harris came by at the end of practice and mm-hmm. we just said, Hey, you know, Great to have you in Cleveland. We're, yeah. We were thrilled that you're here. I mean, he sincerely was like, hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Like, yeah. happy to be here. Like, he sincerely looked happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel like many, you know, well, I mean, top level hey, players could say $5 that. million, they'll do that. I know if uh, if Blake gave me $5 million right now, I'd be very excited to be sitting here with you <laughs> yeah. guys. Very excited. Uh, no, I get what you're saying, brother. I agree. Kevin Scanlon says, Stefanski's good at scripting those early plays, but our offense seemed to struggle beyond the script that needs to change. Uh, I completely agree in terms of I, – I think Stefanski's a great coach. I don't think he's perfect situationally, like you said, with the script. Part of that, though, is with the, your scripted plays. Those are, we, He had Baker and Jacoby. So it, everything had to be perfect. If, if we lost yardage or had a penalty on first down and we get behind the sticks – there's there's not a lot of plays in your playbook for uh, first and twenty. 
you know, yeah, right. or, you know what I mean? So like, um, and then when you're playing with a backup quarterback, essentially it gets even tougher. So I, I, I want to see him get better situationally. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him take the points sometimes. Um, yeah. because you know what I mean? Like that kind of part of me wants him to take the points and part of me loves it when he goes for it. It's, it's just, if he, if he goes for it and we get it, everybody says he's great and he's gutsy riverboat yeah. Ron, you know, all that I, kind of stuff. And then when we don't get it, it's, he doesn't know what he's doing. So it's, it's, he's kind of damned if he does damned if he doesn't. I'll say this though, as far as if we get in the lead, I'd like to see them not take the foot off the pedal. Yeah. I've seen them yeah. so many times. It's, you know, second quarter winding down, we're up and we come out after half and we're just flat bland and they come back and make things interesting. And usually we miss a kick or something like that, you know, or they score. So for me, if we're that good on offense, I, you know, I, Let's run it up, like for real. <laughs> Be aggressive. For me, like if you just think about the quarterbacks that he's had, so Baker and Brissett, like Jacoby was very efficient at as like the first read kind of thing. Like he get the ball, get the ball where it's supposed to be. He mm-hmm. was very good at it, very good at trusting his players and trusting his eyes and doing what he was supposed to do. He just wasn't a big playmaker if a play broke down or something went wrong. You know, it's kind of like he didn't do anything to really hurt you, but he couldn't get. He couldn't play make his way out of it. It was just live to die another down or play another down. Mm-hmm. With Baker, he sucked on his first read. He wasn't efficient. He was happy feet, always skittish in the pocket. But he was a little bit more on the playmaker side where if he got out and moving away okay. from, you know, chaos, he could make a play happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like Deshaun is the best of both worlds. Yeah, I don't think he can be understood how important his legs are going to be. Yeah, sir. Or oh, we saw it in that preseason game. Whenever he got you know hit in the backfield and he he stayed up, he just took off, picked up a first down. How many how many times have have the Browns been? You know, it's like third and seven, third and eight, and we play great defense, and the quarterback scrambles for nine for a first down. It's just backbreaking. Can't get off the field. We finally have the quarterback who can do that. Yeah, yes. You know what I mean? Uh, he's he's going to extend so many drives. Um, He's going to extend so many drives with his legs, keep us on the field, which gives you the more plays you can run, the better chance you have yeah. to score. Obviously, I yeah. feel like that's I'm, I'm being a little bit uh, like Booger McFarland. If you score point, <laughs> more points, you win. But <laughs> if you're on the field more, the greater your chances are to score more points. You know, um, so I think going back to camp, I one of my biggest takeaways from camp was I'm watching and I'm like, man, the defense looks nasty. They're taking it to the offense. This is our defense is going to be crazy. And then at the end of the day, you're like, well, the defense looked great. Deshaun still had five touchdown passes. You know what I mean? Like he still was dotting up Amari Cooper down the sideline. And I mean, that's another thing. We heard all that garbage about Deshaun being unimpressive, passing the ball in camp, and then we go up there and it's like. he looks good. Like I mean, these are some very nice passes out in front of the receiver. I mean, and I'm not making excuses or anything, but let's talk about the defenses that he has to face <laughs> this preseason. He went against Philly, who uh, to yeah. me, I think it's them and San Francisco last year as far as defenses uh, being elite, no holes, and they got better. Um, but uh, <sighs> and then you have to play, you know, Miles Garrett every day. We have to play our defense when you're not playing other teams. So maybe it's just he's going against elite, elite talent. And from what it sounds like, they're going full go in these joint practices and stuff like that. So, uh, Godly Warrior says if Deshaun is still playing bad, would you all think the rookie that we drafted should play or just stick with him to the end? One, don't speak that into existence. <laughs> <Yeah>. Two, <laughs> you're stuck with him. 
Yeah. It's, it's guaranteed. There's yeah. no out. Just like the Broncos with Russ. And, yep. I, and I don't think any other contract. teams are going to come bail Cleveland out because everybody is pissed <laughs> about that contract. Mm-hmm. No one is coming to pick that contract up. I can promise you that. So I mean, got to play well in for theory, us. You, in theory, if you hit on DTR, that is your out for if Deshaun isn't Deshaun. Yeah. Because then you, you, you're not – you have two, you know, you have another legitimate. It's like the uh, Brock Purdy Trey Lance situation. It, it, not necessarily in money, but they gave up all those picks and stuff, and they got Trey Lance, and then he's he can't play, and they're lucky they hit on Purdy, so it's saving everybody's jobs. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. You might we have this crazy, super expensive quarterback on the roster right now. If for some reason, you know, we don't think so, but if for some reason he can't play, and we think we have this super cheap fifth round guy who's on the roster, then we can still keep our talent. Because we're not paying right. him any money. Or it could be like an Aaron Rodgers, Doran Love thing where Deshaun does play really well, but you know, by the time his contract's over, he's 32, and the Browns are like, you know what? DTR looks like the future right now, um, and then yeah. we just let Deshaun sign with another I mean, team I think that, or whatever. That feels like the plan, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, from our perspective, you know, from a fan's perspective, it feels I, I that way. I think the plan was this kid, we have confidence that he could be the legitimate backup to Deshaun Watson while he's here. Mm-hmm. If he develops into more awesome but at the very least, he can be our QB2. Well, he's already yeah. achieved that. Correct. Yeah. I think Deshaun is still relatively young, right? Yeah, he's 27. 27. So at the end of this contract, what, four years from now, so he'll be 31. I think if, if Deshaun gets back to the level we think he can be, I think he's got at least one more contract in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, DTR is still young. So even if Deshaun plays six, six or seven years in Cleveland, then DTR comes in. Isn't he like... 22 or something 20 he's young yeah he's young probably 23 so he come it's like he said it's jordan love he'd come in step in so that's that's got to be the goal yeah uh kevin scanlon said he's not worried about deshaun at all i was right before he said that i was actually going to say on my li- short list of concerns for the season deshaun's not on that list i'm actually more traumatized by our poor run defense from last season than i am by deshaun's play because deshaun's play last year i've detailed a hundred thousand times I can understand why it was like that. Our run defense last year, oh my gosh. I'm yeah. not even worried about last year. No, I hear if it, to to argue, I would I'm way more worried about Deshaun than I am our run defense. Are you? Yeah. Because we got we added a lot more good players that we know can play against the run. Deshaun is still we haven't done it. He's still just Deshaun. Uh the last I saw him play, it wasn't very good. So until I see him play very good, there's always gonna be a slight bit of worry. Is I'm not saying I'm panicked, but I I, I, I wanna see it. It's still it's a question mark still in my opinion. I don't think you can just come out and say Deshaun Watson's a top ten, top five quarterback. Right uh, absolutely not. I I've been on record on that. I don't think you can say I, that. Uh, yeah. Because that we have what do we have to base that on? And everybody will be like, what did he, like, look at all the things that he did in those six games and, you know, and overcome. I get that. But also he put himself in that situation. <laughs> this wasn't like, like, you know, like he sprained his ankle and he was out for 11 games. Like, and I'm not, you know, it is what it is. That happened. But based on what I saw last year, I th- I, I've said it. I don't think you can just go, uh, he's an automatic top 10. That's Devontae Travis says, DW4 will be fine. As someone who's watched him since Clemson, he will shock the world. If Mike Vick can come in a live game after two years and build his career back up, then DW4 is going to be okay. I completely agree. I'm not saying I I have strong doubts and think he's going to suck. I just think until we see it on the field, um, we have to to go based on what we last watched. So I can't call him top five, top ten right now. 
Trey, Trey Lance just got traded <laughs> to the Cowboys. <laughs> to the Cowboys, That's crazy. Yeah, Woo. interesting. So he got traded there to be the backup. Yeah. Yep. He definitely got traded there because I mean they just paid Dak a crap ton of money. Uh huh. I don't know the details of Dak's contract, uh, like what their outs are on that, but I feel like he just signed that extension what two years ago. I think so. Interesting. That's a that's a move. Interesting. That's a that's a that's that a, sh- a move. I could look it up real quick. Um, I said it looks for like for a fourth mid mid round. So let's talk about this real quick. We got we got about six minutes left. Okay, um, and I know this is Browns, but this is big news, and everybody's talking about it in the chat. Yeah. Um. So is is the the move to to trade three first round draft picks for to move up to get Trey Lance? Is it the worst draft pick slash trade move in NFL history? I don't know about in NFL history, but for like as far as recently in my life, that one stands out a lot. Because every for years it was we're one piece away. All we need to do is just get the quarterback to get and take us the next step. You know, they obviously made their mind up. Jimmy G wasn't that guy. They draft. They'd go way up three first round picks to jump to three. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, just big miss, huge miss. Yeah, so and, may, I, and, and maybe it's just them. Shame on both sides. I, that's what I, I feel like you it was I mean? because you you trade you go all the way up there to take him, the right. project quarterback. He was touted coming out as a project quarterback. Like this guy, you're going to have to sculpt and mold and, and be patient with him. So they redshirted him essentially his rookie season, uh-huh. saying, "Well, Jimmy G's our starter. You know, we'll we'll see what happens next year." So he. What he played? What two games? I think he started two games when Jimmy G was hurt, maybe his rookie mm. year or something. And then was named and the then, starter. And then the second year, he was named the starter. Ended yep. the season as starter. Now all of a sudden, a year later, he was the third string. So I'm not really sure what is going on, but Here. it's a, it's a. If I was a 49ers fan, I I wouldn't be very happy with all that draft capital. Oh, for, for sure. You know, it's a it's a huge. I mean that that's a team that is loaded and has all the pieces in play right now to to make it to the Super Bowl, possibly win a Super Bowl, and your GM traded away three so basically starters. The, fir- the potential out it. for Dallas is next year after this season. Yeah, Dak. so Dak's crap in the bed a little bit. He better hope Trey Lance can't play like I, I think he can. <laughs> uh, so um, I'm not saying Trey Lance is the worst draft pick ever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he is the biggest bust ever. Just a I'm saying the move to give up three first round right. draft picks for him and then to trade him for a fourth two years later is the that's that's got to be like the worst move ever it's it's got to be up there and and like Nate said the all the next 10 picks after him stud it's, after it's. stud they could have drafted Justin Fields could you imagine Justin Fields on that team now to be fair Justin Fields did not look very good as a rookie but then last year when the when the team finally decided we're going to change our offense to feature what he's good at hey look who look who looks really good on the field now just field and, and i just think um like i heard a, a lot of 49ers fans are, are mad with the mismanagement of trey lance because they're like he was going to be your starter last year john lynch came out and said we think he's done really well he's even better than he was last year and it's like well if he's if he's better than he was last year and last year he's going to be your starter then how can he possibly be the number three on your team this year what tells me then is he's not better than he was last year. He's just trying to get as much. He knew he was going to trade him. I think what blows my <laughs> mind the most out of this whole situation is that they they Sam Darnold's better than him, and Sam Darnold 
we've we've seen him enough on the football field over the last five years that he's not that great. So, yeah, San Francisco. It's gonna. This is gonna be such an interesting football season. I cannot wait. Yeah, we're we're what? How many days? It was away? not that long. How long? It was like man. sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, at some point, tenth, this week, right? But it's been a rough. Yeah, I can't freaking wait. It's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, we're coming up on that hour mark. I kind of, you know, we got a lot of people watching. Yeah. Uh. But, um. Well, which, everybody in the dog pack, go to Discord because we're gonna be uh, technology pending, of course. But we're gonna be over there, live streaming our fantasy drafts. Better get ready, Pastor Rob. <laughs> Uh, get ready baby <laughs> so uh well we're gonna wrap this up again we appreciate everybody watching you guys are awesome every time we do one of these lives uh or these lives they're always awesome yeah, the comment, you guys, you guys right. always have the comment section going crazy um we we essentially came into this tonight like oh uh, let's just kind of talk about things because we knew you guys would have us <laughs> the chat going we could just kind of feed off the energy you guys are bringing so we really appreciate you guys watching making this uh, another successful live again if you've been watching it with uh, us since the beginning thank you so much bittersweet moment the last mm -hmm. time i'm going to close an episode uh in this studio hopefully you guys enjoyed the montage if you really enjoyed it when we post this as an episode you can watch it as many times as you'd like i'll clip out the montage and put it on youtube yeah, separately. Very so funny. it'll be yeah. pretty cool it's it's pretty cool hey sophia says hi that's your, yeah, your, your daughter wife. yeah <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> really, that, that's my my little my little baby <laughs> that's so sweet that yeah very sweet and my Come wife hello kiva oh, hi kiva that's been a while uh <laughs> so um we're gonna wrap this thing up again we appreciate you guys watching supporting the show like josh said if you're in the dog pack make sure, make sure you jump over the discord we're gonna go live in there in about a minute and a half do up these fantasy drafts uh, doesn't matter. Says y'all are the best. No, you guys are no, the, you're best. the best. <laughs> no, you're the best. Uh, so we can't wait for the season. Hopefully we get out of tomorrow's game, uh, injury free. Hopefully the starters look good. We can't wait about 16 days till real life football. Um, make sure you guys check us out next week. We're going to do a live, another live on the uh, roster on cut Tuesday. down day. Yep. And then in that dead week between the last preseason game and the first game, we're going to do like a, uh, a hot take big prediction for the yeah. Browns in the NFL. Those are always fun episodes. Oh, um, so if you got hot takes for the season and you want us to talk about them on the episode, make sure you send us voicemails at uh, go to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail in the drop down menu. You can leave us uh, your bold takes for not just the Browns, but the entire NFL season. So if you got some cool hot takes you want us to get into, uh, you got about a week or so to get those in and we'll bring those up on the episode. Uh, so once again, thank you guys so much for spending your Friday night with us and we'll see you guys Tuesday night. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. When you need 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.